The Illuminati, right? Everybody has heard the term Illuminati, but far from being a conspiracy theory, the Illuminati was a conspiracy fact. In this episode of Behind the Deep State with Alex Newman, I'm Alex Newman, by the way, uh, your host, uh, we are going to break down the true origins of the Illuminati. What is the Illuminati? Where did it come from? What was there, what were the goals of the Illuminati? So that next time you hear somebody use the term, you can be the best educated person in the room. So the Illuminati was a real historical organization. It was founded in 1776 by a professor of canon law, uh, Adam Weishaupt at Ingolstadt University. Of course, uh, he was not a true Catholic, obviously, anymore. He, in fact, was quite the opposite of a Christian. He set up this secret organization where he was recruiting powerful people to himself based on circles of influence, right? So only the people in the absolute core of the organization knew what the real agenda was, who all the people were, etc. And it was kind of concentric circles of influence, right? So as you moved up the ranks, you could learn a little bit more. And um, if you didn't move up the ranks, or if you showed evidence that you were not going to be fully on board with the agenda, you were stopped where you were, and you wouldn't get any more information. This secret society became incredibly influential in Europe in the late 1700s. Uh, it began uh, infiltrating Masonic lodges all across the continent. And the goal, put very simply, was to destroy all the religions, all the governments of Europe, to undermine the family, to undermine traditional morality, and to destroy the institution of private property. Say, hey, that all, that all sounds familiar, right? Where have I heard that before? Um, Again, this was a historical organization. Uh, rulers at the time ended up finding out about this secret society and their goal to overthrow all the governments. Obviously, they were not pleased with that. So they declared it a banned organization. There was raids. Uh, the authorities did their best quite properly to try to shut this monstrosity down. One of the ways that we know the details of all this is because uh, back in 1797, a gentleman by the name of John Robeson, who was actually the first chief of the Royal Society of Edinburgh, uh, wrote a fantastic and amazing book. You have to get a copy of this if you haven't read it yet. It's called Proofs of a Conspiracy. And um, in this book, he breaks down, uh, and he was a Mason himself. That's how he knows about this. He was traveling through uh, the continental Europe at Paris, Berlin, all the way up to St. Petersburg. And what he found was that this evil secret society had infiltrated the Masonic lodges and was plotting revolution, was plotting overthrow of governments, was plotting war on Christianity, was openly blaspheming and ridiculing God and God's word in the form of the Bible. And um, he said, we have to expose this, right? Uh, so this was around the time of the French Revolution. He actually describes the French Revolution as their first big success. Uh, for those of you who don't remember the French Revolution, or if you maybe learned the propaganda version of it in government school, quick review is necessary. Uh, so the French Revolution, you had uh, these conspirators uh, very much affiliated with the Illuminati, working through some of the uh, subversive, some of the more subversive Masonic lodges in France at that time. And uh, they decided to overthrow the government and wage an absolute ruthless war on the church. So tens of thousands of people were beheaded, blood running through the streets. They took a prostitute to Notre Dame, the cathedral. They worship your goddess of reason. 
it was absolute terror, right? It was an absolute reign of terror, um, heads being chopped off, blood in the streets. They hated God so much. They hated the Christian religion so much that they couldn't even tolerate a seven-day week, right? Because God created the world in seven days. They said, we can't have any of that uh, Christian nonsense anymore. They decided to establish a 10-day week. Uh, as you can imagine, it didn't work out very well in France, and of course it won't work out very well anywhere else. And our very first president, George Washington, was very aware of what was happening. Uh, if you actually go to the National Archives, you can find some correspondence uh, between George Washington and G.W. Snyder, who was a reverend. And uh, this reverend had actually given George Washington a copy of the book I just mentioned to you, Proofs of a Conspiracy. Uh, George Washington read it. And he wrote back to his friend, a minister, he said, it is not my intention to doubt that the doctrine of the Illuminati and the principles of Jacobinism had not spread in the United States. On the contrary, no one is more satisfied of this fact than I am. This is from our first president. Uh, George Washington also warned of the Illuminati's diabolical tenets, right? Uh, war on family, war on property, war on all the things that God has ordained, right? God ordained marriage, God ordained family, God ordained private property when he said thou shalt not steal, God ordained nations, right? God separated the people of the world into nations. And so what the Illuminati was trying to do was to overthrow all those things, get rid of private property, get rid of nations and move toward a global system, get rid of the family as kind of the, uh, you know, the building block, the foundation of civilization, the, the transmitter of values and morality and civilization to the next generation. You're probably thinking, hey, that sounds a whole lot like communism. And you would be right. Uh, these are virtually the same principles that Karl Marx and Frederick Engels outlined uh, a century later in the Communist Manifesto, in uh, Principles of Communism, in Das Kapital, etc., etc. So these are very similar principles, whether there's a direct connection between the Illuminati and the communists, the emergence of communism uh, is very hard to document, right? By its nature, a secret society is very secretive. It's hard to know what they're doing. They used to write to each other in code. Uh, they would use code names, right? Spartacus, things like this. But um, I think when you boil it all down, what we're dealing with here is Satanism, Luciferianism. One of the most important books on this subject by Richard Wurmbrandt, who was a pastor in communist Romania. Uh, he wrote Tortured for Christ. Uh, he was imprisoned there, uh, brutally tortured uh, in a Romanian gulag. Uh, he wrote a book called Marx and Satan, where he explained that Marx was far from an atheist, was actually a Satanist. He hated God with a passion. And I think that's how we need to understand the Illuminati. Does it still exist today? I don't know. The principles are very much still with us. And so next time you hear somebody laugh about the Illuminati, remind them that this was a very real organization. It is a deadly, serious ideology and evil, a cancer that it has spread throughout the world. And we need to resist these ideas. We need to resist the secret conspirators. You know, whether the Illuminati exists today or not um, is not important, right? We still have all these secret societies. Many of them are still pushing for these same wicked principles we want to maintain our freedom. If we want to do what's right, we need to get involved in the fight to expose and oppose these people. And you can help. Uh, you can share this video. You can like this video. You can subscribe to our channel. Go to thenewamerican.com, sign up, and um, stay tuned for another episode of Behind the Deep State with Alex Newman next week. I'm Alex Newman. Thanks, and God bless.